0: You know, in a, in a sense, you think of that, that scripture in, in Ephesians 5.18, where it says, Be not drunk with wine, but be filled with the Spirit, singing to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. So that means that in the same way a person is drunk with wine, a person can be filled with the Spirit mm. through mm. In, in, things, including music.
1: Welcome to Indigenous Faith with Craig and LaDonna Smith. For the next 30 minutes we invite you to join craig and Ladonna as they open god's word and help indigenous followers of jesus christ learn how to live a biblically healthy life in the context of their culture and tribal traditions craig is a member of the white earth band of ojibwe indians from northern minnesota and is an author public speaker and gospel singer Ladonna is from the navajo nation from the american southwest she is also a gifted singer and writer and a deeply committed student of god's word together They have served Christ for over four decades in a ministry that has taken them to indigenous people all across North America, and to a dozen countries around the world. Once again, thank you for joining us today, for this week's edition of Indigenous Faith. And now, get ready to take a journey with Craig and LaDonna, into God's Word, to see what he has to say, about living out an indigenous faith, that helps us all live lives that please him, and gives us power, for victorious Christian living.
2: I ended up into um, the mental ward in hospital two times hmm. before it finally cleared out of my system. It was so terrifying. I didn't know what was real and what wasn't. I could hear the, the television speaking to me. And it, it was just, it was just, um, it was so scary not knowing if I would ever come back. And seeing my brain leaving my thoughts not steady, I was so alone and I was so it was so dark and when I was in the um I went to the psych ward uh, and I met this young man and and even though I was shaky, I knew the Lord was with me because he kept using me in spite of where I was. <coughs> I got to speak to a lot of people in the in 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 the psych ward about Jesus. I got to tell them, you know, even where I was at, I still knew that Jesus was my savior. He was the only thing I could call on. Mm. I couldn't use my phone. I. It was just. It was just awful. And a lot of the people in there are troubled souls I'm Hmm. pretty sure some of them were even um, uh, possessed Oh
3: yeah yeah Um, you know
2: uh, I know that I know that for sure I I got to talk to a a poor lady who was possessed Hmm. and and they they didn't want to go around her and so she just had to sit in her filthy clothes Hmm. and um, she was screaming obscenities and and I felt sorry for her, so I went to talk to her, and she calmed down, and she was speaking to me clearly, mm. and I said, I'm going to pray for you, and you know, she she stopped, she stopped screaming. Praise mm. God. And, uh, Amen. Yeah, and uh, a young man in there, I, I kept talk to, talking to him about Jesus, and he says, you know what? I think I'm going to call you Jesus, because... <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't know who this Jesus is, but if it's like you, then, then I want Jesus, hmm. you know. Hmm. <laughs> and he, and um, I got to pray with him and talk to him about Jesus and talk to him about the Word of God and how we grow by it and wow. and things like that. And so the Lord was God, using
3: he, you even in the midst of your pain and in the darkest part of your journey, Evangeline. He was, he was using you. <clears throat> in yeah. a, in a remarkable way you, you know he when was. you when you mentioned you could, all you had was Jesus you know it reminded me of Cory Ten Boone, one of her great lines one of her great quotes uh, she uh-huh. she said one time that uh, you'll never know that Jesus is all you need until Jesus is all you have and that's uh, true there you were he's all yeah. he was all you had and and even in the middle of that you were still ministering hope to others that's the yeah. power of the gospel. I, I, I'm just, I got shivers <laughs> down my spine as I'm uh, as I'm hearing you say that because, wow, you were faithful yeah. and, and God yeah. used you. Praise God. Yeah. Well, I don't want to interrupt. Keep going.
2: So I I, I was just really, um, you know, when, when I was talking about Jesus, when I was mm-hmm. telling people about Jesus, when I was praying, that's the only relief I got. Hmm. From this from the from all of the haunting ideas and thoughts that you know when when you're down Satan really kicks you mm-hmm. you know and he filled my mind with all kinds of lies and um, I couldn't tell the truth from a lie I couldn't the only thing that I could do is read my Bible and luckily they had one in the psych place and I all I need to do is just read it and uh, mm-hmm. that's what I knew for sure was true I couldn't even trust my mind, but I could trust the word is true.
3: oh that's, that's a powerful statement right there. Amen. Amen. And over time, the Lord sustained you. And yeah, as deep as, me I mean, you've been in some deep, deep valley here, deep waters, uh-huh. Evangeline. And yet you saw that as deep as you were in the pain, the bedrock of your faith was even deeper. You're, yeah. you're standing on yeah, that there was
0: a, there was moments there we you know we i didn't know what the the future looked like like whether it would be like looking after caretaking my wife was ready for it you know but mm-hmm. uh there's a lot of prayer went up and uh, a lot of people uh, you know the lord we've seen this so many times in our lives that you know the the prayers go up and the people pray and pray and God answers, yeah. and we prayed mm-hmm. for healing, and we prayed for restoring her mind and clarity of thought. And the Lord brought her back within within a month of that that time. Uh, she, I
2: think it was more like three months.
0: Well, it took, <laughs> th- you know, she was she was functional, you mm-hmm. know, it, mm-hmm. you know, she, it took a a process, mm. and uh, we had some good doctors involved. I will I will credit credit them. They're, they did some good things and uh, brought her back and she you know we didn't know if there was something uh, physical like a tumor or something there for a while and none of that she was healthy and uh, so we were thankful that you know um, we were able to written uh, you know she was able to rid herself of that drug and hmm. uh, get back And that's why it's kind of like uh, you begin to watch things carefully about your medical health when you understand that sometimes the, the hearts of people aren't that great that are behind the, the drugs. But I won't go into that. Okay. But you begin to see that the Lord can sustain you and, and, and guide you in those times when you don't really know what to do. And uh, by, you know, a few months later, she was back. Um, and that was over a year, just over a year, year. Year, maybe 14 months ago now Mm. so it wasn't that long ago Mm -hmm. and now she is uh completely you know i would say healed and her strength physical strength is back and and for the most part there is you know all of these things that you know with the the crippling of that drug Mm. back in 2020 um was a was a dark time for us you know Mm. we got all our ministries shut down all the things we were planning Mm. to do and uh, and uh, and then this happened, and, uh, you know, we're starting to see the light coming out at the end of the other side. And Amen. We re- we've gotten affirmation recently. I, I don't know if I told you this, but we were, Huron uh, wasn't able to go to Alaska, and he asked me to fill in for him uh, to preach uh, at a conference there uh, just this past month. And so I did. I had, like, three days' notice to, to get the messages together. But I did some material that I'd done before, and uh, one of the nights I was there, uh, this guy walks up to me and says, uh, do you know who I am? And people do that all the time. I'm sure that you've run into that. You, <laughs> do you remember you me? Do you remember me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but he's. But then he explained, he says, uh, on November 6, 1986, you were a young man and you, you were preaching at... At Gulkana, at where or wherever he was from somewhere there in Alaska and he says uh, I was drunk and I came into the meeting and you were talking about the gospel and you were sharing and he said uh, and you said and you gave an altar call and you said if if there's only one person that responds to the altar call then that trip up here was worth it and this guy told me I I looked around and nobody else was going so I knew it was must have been me (laughs) 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 so he he came forward Mm. and began his uh, his journey as a a believer yeah way back on November this is just like a month before I got married and uh, he he hadn't seen me in all those years and so he had become a Christian that time and then his sister and then later on, another sister had become Christians, and they were all at this conference there. And it was such an affirmation of what we do, because you don't know what happens after you leave. You don't know what That's what right. goes on. Yep, yep. But but just this affirmation, Then I was sitting uh, at the conference. He was there almost every night. He brought his guitar for me to play and everything, and he was singing some of our songs and all that. And... Uh, this this one time I was sitting with this younger kid who's uh, twenty years old, and I asked him if he knew this guy, and he said, "Yeah, he's my grandfather," and he was sitting there with a Bible in front of him. Wow! He, and he had a Bible in front of him. I thought to myself, <laughs> "I haven't seen this guy for thirty-five years." Yeah. And there's his grandson with the Bible. Mm-hmm. That he had marked up in little, 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 uh, uh, mark, you know, like the little tabs. Mm -hmm. He had a few of those. and You you could tell he'd been reading his Bible. He was a believer. So I I looked at this, this legacy of you share the gospel and it changes people. Mm -hmm. And then it goes all the way down to their grandchildren. And it was such a powerful thing for me because... You don't get a lot of that you know
3: sometimes. Right, right
0: every now and then the lord affirms that this is important this is this is valuable don't quit doing it mm. don't quit doing it yeah. and that's kind of what 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 uh, how it spoke to me that day well the older we so get we we're thankful for that
3: yeah the older we get we we have fading memories so we can't mm-hmm. quite remember all that plus like you said once we're gone we're we're in a community f- ministering uh, through music and preaching and go to the next mm-hmm. place and uh, do it again and we don't know what happens when after we leave like you said so we don't even know the impact and hard for us to keep good accurate record but isn't it wonderful mm-hmm. to know there is a record being kept uh, in with uh, yeah. Yeah. with no deletable files in heaven you know the the Sacrifices we make uh, to travel and and go to places uh, out of the way places and mm-hmm. and bring the gospel. You know, I mean, God's God's keeping record of all that, and yeah. and one day he'll he'll tell us, I guess, and and they'll all we'll see. You know, the fruit of it in heaven, and that's something that we just uh, motivates us to keep going. You know, and for Ladon and I, and after four decades, and still serving the Lord uh, through the school of suffering and through the prism of our our pain, just like you guys are now. I mean, you guys have emerged out of that dark, dark valley, that dark time that I can guarantee to you, God allowed in his sovereignty, and it wasn't meant to harm you. It was meant Mm -hmm. to fulfill his purpose for you. That was the message that uh, I clung to. Uh, Our dear friend, uh, mutual friend, Tom Claus sat by my bed, and he gave me that passage, Psalm 57, one and two, and it talks about trusting in the Lord and then seeing that even the disasters of our life have a divine purpose. And that mm-hmm. is, he says, he, 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 we cry to God who fulfills his purpose for us. Mm-hmm. So for some reason, Randy, Evangeline, God has allowed you guys to go through the deep waters in your personal lives. Uh, it affected you both, as Randy just said, as husband and wife and um, and yet he's using it to deepen the impact of your ministry f- for the rest of your life as long as the Lord keeps us all here. You guys are, are seeing a remarkable response. Your, your songs are deeper. Your testimonies are, are, have, a, have an exclamation point that I'm saying that God is faithful because I've gone through it and I've seen him. What a message our indigenous people need. Cross North America, and uh, you know I'm uh, I'm just thrilled to to see uh, you know how God continues to use you, and Ladonna. I yeah. think she's looking at the scriptures as well, she always does.
4: <laughs> well, I you know the scripture, <laughs> yes. I, I I'm telling you that God's word is the only sure thing, you know. And being obedient when we hear it to cling to it and you know lean in on Him. And I, I'm as I'm listening here, and uh, I didn't know a lot about the uh, your story but I, I thank god that he's brought you and 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 he is bringing you through no matter what what god takes all of us through between now and when when we see the lord i think of the colossians 3 um, verse 15 he says and let the peace of god rule in it? your hearts where is it where's it from in colossians 3 Chapter 15, And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you are called in one body, and be thankful. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to be thankful when you're going through a lot. But there is a supernatural um, ability that God gives us in the midst of, of the way He's created us to be able to be, to surrender all those places to Him, when we're going through it. And he says in verse 16, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in our hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And that is so wonderful. When we go through these experiences, we know that God is using them. And I'm so glad that we have a lot of, um, you know, the Bible really lays it out. I mean, when we read through it, we see, you know, not the perfection of a person, but the perfect God perfecting his kids as we lean in on him and as we read his scriptures. I'm so thankful for that. And, and uh, a great reminder evangeline of um, also that we're whole body soul and spirit you know we god made us that way you know you you were talking about the mind you know the soul and you know Mm -hmm. we know how the enemy he works he tries to penetrate a lot of different areas of our life but here i love this in first thessalonians 523 for us as believers. We can, we can take this and, and just rejoice over it. Now may the God of peace, he gives us peace, himself sanctify you wholly. And may your whole, may our, as his kids, our whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful and He will also mm-hmm. do it. That is so wonderful to know that God is faithful. We may not feel like maybe we're not so faithful, but you know what? God knows He made us these different parts, body, soul, and spirit, and we continue to lean on Him and to trust Him and to obey Him. And then the Amen. next part is verse 25, Brethren, pray for us. I mean, here's God working on us, but prayer is so powerful. Yeah. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful that we can pray for one another, mm-hmm. and it's real and it's powerful, and it goes straight mm-hmm. to heaven through our medi- the only mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, I, I think that would lead me to ask uh, you guys, and feel free either either of you or both to, uh, you know, jump in on this because uh, you know we we want to we want to get to know this couple that's going to be standing up and leading us in worship and that's really our intent our desire because mm-hmm. uh, I think we'll be amazed uh, those who come and listen and worship together as they're being led by Livingstone band that uh, you know these guys mm-hmm. have seen God work through their difficulties through their pain and suffering I I don't know uh, it, it, I guess the question I, I want to ask and it may be specific examples or just a sense of what you what you see as you minister now. I know for Ladonna and I, as we've gone through our suffering. We minister now. We just somehow see God taking it deeper and impacting lives in a more powerful way. I'm sure as you have been back out, you know, and I know you were on the road this summer in uh, Montana and Dakotas and uh, you know all that. I'm sure that the people that you're ministering to are really seeing, are really seeing. Uh, the light of the Gospel and the hope that God brings through uh, through your ministry. And uh, can you just tell us a little bit of, of how, if, if that resonates with you, how you see God using even the suffering and the, and the pain to deepen your ministry, maybe even in the songs you're writing or that kind of thing too.
0: Well, I the songs we've been, you know, it's kind of like when you write a song uh, i think of a song called Perfect Peace. We wrote it over 20, 25 years ago. Mm. But as you as you go through life and you say, and you look and you sing that song again, you go, oh, yeah, that's even more. It says, uh, what's the second verse? I don't wonder if you see me on these waves. Uh-huh. Wind blows wild and storms will rage, but I don't wonder if you see me on these waves because you've come by and said be still and what you've done before i know you always will Mm -hmm. now i wrote that a long time ago but as we go through life and we go we go out and we sing that song again i don't wonder if you're there i don't i don't question whether you're with me Mm -hmm. in this time yeah that sort of thing uh it just makes it more meaningful you just sing that song with more uh, resolve and conviction and and certainty than you ever did, even though you believed it all way back when, you know. And uh, so that's kind of the thing that I, I see, you know. And I also uh, an evangel can answer this question, but the other thing I see is just the redemption of time, because when you were when when you're young and you're and you're running around everything's how everybody's healthy and you're doing your thing you think you have all the time in the world to preach the gospel to share with people you mr all, incredible you're mr
3: invincible
0: time, <laughs> you know but then what now when you do it you go this may be the last time i ever go mm-hmm. who knows yeah you know mm-hmm. and then so you you redeem that time and that mm-hmm. moment mm-hmm. and those moments with people and with with the the opportunities you have to share and, mm-hmm. and sing and uh, and play your music, you just say, "Okay, I'm going to value this time. I'm going to look at it as a time that God gave me to do this, and I'm going to do it with all the uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> resolve that I can." You yeah. Know? So that's that's my thought on it. Yeah. I feel
2: like it's it's helped my ministry to be open about my my life. <laughs> That's you know wonderful. I, I yes. struggled with alcohol for many years also and um because i 've shared that i 've gotten people messaging me on on uh, on facebook and i have I know a lot I know there are a lot of Christian mm-hmm. people who have this struggle with alcohol mm-hmm. and are ashamed to talk about it because they know they shouldn't be struggling with it you know they shouldn't be having it in their life um but they're too ashamed to, to ask for help because they're Christians, you know. It's, it's just, it's so sad that people are, are um, carrying this shame when they could, could release it. Mm. And I think that because I, I've been able to talk about mm. it and talk about how, how God heals, mm. then people um, are automatically drawn to talk to me about their own struggles And you know, the Lord wouldn't have put that... I feel like (laughs) that um, being open about, you know, when it says to confess our sins to one another and pray for each other, Mm -hmm. I think that that's really important because then we can see that we're all in the same struggles together. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't struggle alone. We know that there's other brothers and sisters Mm -hmm. out there who have um, same struggles or maybe different struggles, but you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. It, it, it helps to open up the conversation when you're honest, and you're giving God the glory for your healing. I think, that I, it, I think it's, of that uh, verse that... It's, it's really helped me.
4: You know, that Randy, was, that Randy was sharing earlier, too. I mean, if the Lord didn't... I mean, he was writing these letters to the church, and the verse that Randy brought up is, uh, Do not uh-huh. be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Spirit. So, you know, there, there was a... You know, there is those um, testings that I believe, was a part of the church back then and realizing that, you know, the flesh can just really, you know, the soul and all the emotion and yet yeah. being filled with the Spirit helps us get, helps us be victors, more than victors. Amen. Yes, yeah, more than conquerors. That. Amen.
2: And I believe that there is a, there is a victory in Jesus <laughs> over over everything. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm able to talk to them About, um, I'm able to like uh, respond, and talk with them about um, about the physical effects it has on the brain, Mm -hmm. too. You know that there's a lot of shame that was involved when I couldn't stop drinking. You know, and and it it was really hard because I I knew better. You know, and I was I was trying to be filled with the spirit, and but by the by that time, I had had so much um, so much alcohol that had affected my brain. That the um, what do you call the receptors or the mm-hmm. you know it's that just uh, it's it's it affected the way that I thought about mm-hmm. alcohol, and it just made it really difficult because it it um, I don't know it, it, it's just a lie. It's a lie that makes mm-hmm. you feel better but eventually it's still a lot, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: well,
2: I know I- we're. So, I, I do understand that we should be sober-minded, and <laughs> and I know that that's scripture, and I know that a lot of people struggle with that, too, that are in alcohol. mm mm-hmm. um, I think that some education about alcohol is important, just to for them to understand that that there's a chemical mm-hmm. imbalance now in their brain, you know, and and to consider that when um, when bringing it to the Lord and saying, God, I, I can't do this on my own mm-hmm. yeah. because I couldn't stop on my own. I needed mm-hmm. to be filled with the Spirit. Mm-hmm. The only way that you can overcome it is to be filled with the Spirit, mm-hmm. I believe.
1: Thank you for joining Craig and LaDonna Smith, and the Indigenous Faith Podcast. We trust today's episode has been an encouragement to you and helpful to you as you grow in faith as a follower of Jesus Christ. You can subscribe to this weekly broadcast and receive notifications when the next episodes are available. Simply follow the prompts on the tribalrescue.com website or the podcast platform you're using to sign up today. Don't forget to visit the Smith's website, tribalrescue.com to learn more about the Smiths and tribal rescue ministries. Be sure to visit their online store, where you can find more indigenous faith resources, including Craig's six-part DVD video series, and his six-part audio CD version of the same teaching. Also, Craig takes you deeper into the scriptures in his recently released Indigenous Faith paperback book, which will help you learn the secrets to a strong indigenous faith. All these resources, and other great books authored by Craig and LaDonna, can be accessed at their online store when you visit tribalrescue.com. The Smiths are dependent on the financial support of those who are benefiting from their teaching, preaching, and music ministry. Craig and LaDonna would like to ask you to consider supporting this ministry through your online giving, which you can easily and safely do on the tribalrescue.com website as well. You can also make your gift recurring if you so desire. If you'd like to support Craig and Madonna, it will help them keep this podcast on the air help them produce more books and resources, and enable them to continue sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ among people groups around the world. We'll see you next week, dear friends, on another edition of the Indigenous Faith Podcast. Until then, may the Lord richly bless you as you live out your own God-honoring and biblically-based Indigenous faith.